When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, welcome back to the 90 Day Fiance What the Fuck podcast with me, Nadia, and my friends, Miriam and Lon. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. This, this is How's... Miriam coming to you guys from San Francisco, living the quarantine life. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. And this is Lon, and I'm dabbing, 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 <laughs> dabbing, dabbing. <laughs> oh, my God. Lon, I was going to ask you how, what you think of his uh, rap skills, because I know you're such a huge, you know, you and, and probably even Mary, I'm like, you guys are huge hip-hop fans. Like, I wonder how you would rate Soja Boy's rapping, because, like, the fact that they need to have subtitles says a lot, huh? No, I mean, uh, you know, in terms of, I think, the music and the hook, I'd say it's catchy enough, um, but you know, being that I'm 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 a lyricist, I don't know if the lyrics uh, are the best, but uh, the the hook was catchy enough for the dabbing track, and uh, you know, I think we all know how we feel about the I Love You track as well. <laughs> That's our favorite. Hey, what can I say? Um, this episode is a uh, pretty bland, huh? Like I I I I mean, I have to admit, I didn't take any notes um or rather i take a few notes but you know i kind of gave up because i'm like what is going on guys this is like a cliffhanger episode where a lot of the segments are not quite like it doesn't paint the full picture so i i would have not much to say on this podcast unfortunately i'm so sorry to our listeners but um let's start with uh david and lana uh whoever lana is so, I, I mean, it's no surprise that Lana did not show up for the fourth time. Uh, um, but what's more shocking is that David is really determined to meet her. And he's even willing to drive to, um, and correct me if I'm wrong with the pronunciation, Pavlovat, which is, according to Anya, his friend, um, uh, it's a war zone. Um, so, I don't know. This is a very... Uh, I, I get it. David is a hopeless romantic, but he's also dumb. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, but at time, like, come on. Like, you got to take a hint, right, Mariam? I mean, okay, so the way I see it, of course, Lana was not going to show up. Of course, like, that was, like, a given. But, like, the fact that he's taking it to the next level is, like, just puts him in this crazy category now. Like, he went from, like, Caesar 2.0 to, like, crazy white guy honestly and you know like the fact that you know he's so headstrong and he's like trying to like you know show that he believes in love at the risk of putting his life in jeopardy like going to this little this town close to the war or whatnot it just is not common sense he's gonna stick out like a sore thumb he's gonna get robbed you know he's he's gonna get kidnapped i mean i don't know it's just like i see all these bad things happening but i also think the way this is gonna um, roll out is it's gonna happen where he he just hears back from Lana. Lana says, you know, leave me the hell alone, you know, type of a thing. And then he's gonna be like this heartbroken puppy with his you know tail between his legs going back home. So I think that's how it's gonna play out. But I was extremely 
bored of, of this storyline. We just we all kind of knew what what was going to happen, and nothing yep. nothing out of the ordinary happened. Yeah, for me, I I don't think she's going to terminate it. I think just like the other times, she needs that money, man. So she's going to sucker him back into a conversation, and he's going to continue to pay paper paper chat. Um, you know, uh, so. You know, unless he makes that conscious decision that this is it, um, I deserve better for myself. I'm not going to put up with this anymore. And he kind of, he has to see it for what it is. Like you're paying for her time and she's stringing you along. Um, if you didn't know that at the when it was time for you to travel and go see her, that she didn't give you another means to contact, th- that was, to me, that was one of the biggest red flags. Like, if you're going to go to an airport or like a train station, you have to have another way to communicate other than, oh, you have to hop back onto the website and launch a chat because who knows? What if she did arrive and she's there walking around? You have to be able to, to call or, or, or to say something and say, hey, I'm here. Are you here yet? Instead, he had to go like hop in a cab and find a restaurant to get a Wi-Fi signal to get on his laptop. You know, if if she's not giving you her phone number or another means to communicate uh, when it's time for you to travel, I wouldn't even I wouldn't have even wasted my time. So, yeah, this um, this for me, obviously, we all saw this this one coming and he's again, he's in denial. Um, It was entertaining for me in the sense that. You got to, you know, you're kind of, okay, is she going to show or is she not? Even though you already know what's going to happen. Um, but at least we got to see him travel, whereas Yolanda, we're not there yet. Where she's just, we just keep regurgitating the same the same Instagram stuff. This one, he actually got to leave the country. We got to see for ourselves um, that it's, it's not going to happen. And it was kind of, um, I live for the cringy moments on this on this series. And it was kind of cringe to, to hear what he had to type back. Like, oh, I love you so much. You want to be married to me. Like, ooh. Like, <laughs> and that's how he said it, right? I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. that's weird. Um, you know, that's a weird way to say it. Yeah, his, that his, was super strange. He said um, he was angry, but he didn't look angry. Like he, it, it was almost like he's so used to being let down that he's like, oh well, you know, like let me try another way, you know. And he's, I, I don't know what you, I mean, it's, it's really blind love at this point. Like he's just, it's cringy yet it's painful to watch that this type of behavior where you, you really convince yourself that this is the person for you when nothing is working out. Right, and yeah. you spend like hundreds of thousands, and and it's still not working out. Like, so the reason how, I think the reason he, he thinks that she lives in Pavlovat is because they tried to go on a cruise, and she had given an address. Right. I don't even know if that is actually her actual address. That could be some random address that she might have like Google search or something, and just gave it to him, and and now he's on this dangerous mission to find her. Like this ain't a movie, dude. Like this is not cute anymore. This is like yeah. it's 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 idiotic, you know. That's the that's the squat house where the guy, you know, is and receives his mail and is is playing is like <laughs> he made this Lana profile. That's right. where that guy mm-hmm. lives, right? Yeah. And um, it didn't even to me it didn't even seem like he was registering that this could be a catfish or that this was fake or 
um, that there was some kind of ulterior motive just to, to milk him for his money. To me, it seemed like, oh, she stood me up again. Like that. Like, no, it's not that. Right. She's right. using it. This isn't her standing you up again or her not having some explanation why she's not showing up. Dude, she's, you're being used. You're being scammed. Like, like, like how many times does saying. he have to... Exactly. And how many times does he have to go and do the same thing over and over until he gets it, Lon, right? It's like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. So this guy right. is expecting a different result, you know, a different type of behavior from from nothing. And it's like, well, it didn't happen this time. You know, the other the other time she had this valid excuse, but this time it's going to happen. I got my cubic zirconia ring in my pocket. You know, I'm going <laughs> to close the deal this time. I got my massage oil. Like, it's got to happen this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, the first so... three times, you could have chalked it up to it's her fault. But now, nah, bro, it's your fault. Like yeah. you're let you're the one that's continuing to to chase this. She done gave you all the signals that this is not happening. So for you to still continue to go out and and make this effort and buy buy a plane ticket, this is on you, man. Like now you're being dumb. So yeah, I don't know. I yeah. feel bad, but at the same time, he had three other opportunities to kind of recognize this. So. So guys, yeah. uh, just to wrap things up on David and Lana, um, predictions for his next move. What do you guys think he'll do? I want to see. I want to see him go. I want to see him go on that trip, and you know, to get a get a car and drive out there, or see if somebody will take him to wherever that house is. If you know, and I don't know. This isn't really a prediction. I don't know how far the show will take it, but that's kind of where I want to see it. I want to see it where, okay, let's go confront this chick or whoever this person is. You know, let's drive into the questionable part of town and and, and who knows, like catfish style, right? Have the cameras rolling, <laughs> knock on the door and see who steps out of that door when they when they knock, right? So that's, but, that's where I would hope it would, it, would, it would go. But Lon, like in Russia, I mean, you do that, you're going to get your head blown off. Okay? I mean, it's like, you don't play with Russians. You know what I mean? Like, they drink water. Uh, they drink vodka like it's water. They are some tough mofos. I'm just telling you that. So, I don't know. The producers are going to have to kind of draw a line because this is right. kind of going to be a little bit dangerous, you know? I mean, I don't think it's it makes any sense to go knock on any door outside of the U.S., like, randomly. Imagine, like, going to, like, Nigerian just knocking on a random door like there might be like six Yahoo guys in there waiting for you with the machetes <laughs> like you just don't do that you know what I mean so I don't think it's gonna go there but you know what we're gonna have to watch and see yeah yeah six guys with machete or six guys ready to bust out a, a depth <laughs> you know and I love you R&B song uh, hey I have to say though like the more I look at David he does look good for a 60 year old and I think that's ac- his actual hair so I- I'll give I him that know if that's his uh, hair I don't know it's questionable like I so my boyfriend thinks he dyes his hair which I I, I mean either it's a really good dye or he really has good genes because I, I don't see any gray hair for a 60 year old so or it's a nice or toupee, toupee. Exactly, right? Or it's a nice toupee. Lon's favorite couple, Stephanie and Erica, uh, the influencers. I'm going to let Lon start here only because it is his favorite couple. So I'm dying to see what he thinks. I just want to see 
and foremost log before you launch into your your gushing review of them. It's definitely <laughs> they you definitely take the cake on this uh, episode. It's definitely a soft porn, right? Because even though like you know, I know my boyfriend doesn't watch the show. He does watch it, but he doesn't focus on it. But then when they start kissing, it's like whoa, like <laughs> that definitely you know. I mean, that's where like all the focus goes. So I totally get that. It's it's definitely uh you know it it it's a rating bait kind of thing it, it baits people right with it with that scene but um totally but yeah like I, I i i feel like i'm gonna just give give you guys my thoughts and then i'll just keep quiet but i think erica is gonna get sick of because she has a ton of baggage with her health problems and erica is just too outgoing and too out there to, to like be patient with her, you know, her, I, I don't know what you call it, but like, she's so about the decorum almost like she's like, oh, wait, I'm not comfortable with this. I, I need to brush my teeth with just a plain toothbrush, <laughs> no toothpaste yeah. in order to kiss you. It's like she, she has to have things done a certain way before she does it. And I think Erica doesn't stand for that or maybe he, she cannot she's not patient enough for that so my prediction is I mean it's cute and everything right now but it's all gonna go up in flames so Lon take it away Oof, yeah harsh um, <laughs> uh, I'm not yeah I, 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 at first uh, up in flames I, I hope not but with that said, Erica didn't sound very optimistic uh, toward the end of their little um, that clip. Um, she did sound really, really concerned um, about um, Stephanie's illness. Um, so yeah, it does you know put things into perspective. And can this relationship um, survive that? Will she be the type to you know say, okay, I understand this. It comes with the territory if I'm going to date you let's let's continue to do this um but she did you know unless unless she's doing it for the ratings um she she did sound a little uh, concerned um so yeah there's you know I'm, I'm pretty skeptical about this relationship now um with that though uh, I, I do believe some of it catered to the male gaze the way you know they did the ki- the first kiss and the little angles and stuff but at the same time they're they're both bi, right? So it, it could be hot for both girls and guys to see them kissing. True, true. true. <laughs> um, I'll give you yeah. that. I'll give you that. Yeah. And you know, it was a hot kiss. <laughs> it was a it was a hot kiss, but I think it was also mm-hmm. preempted when like Erica got on the bed and we got a shot of her booty. You know what I mean? When her when her uh, dress like went up. I don't know. And if you guys saw like, that, it's not worth mentioning uh, now. But it was a quick ass. We all saw that long. Yeah, we all saw that. Well, who knows? Maybe y'all turned away, but my eyes were glued from that point on. Oh, no, no, no. My eyes are wide open. I was like, what the hell is going to happen next? It was pink. (laughs) So, um, yeah, anyways, aside from all that, I did think the kangaroo park was probably one of the best dates on the show. When I saw that, I thought that looked really, really fun. Um, Mm -hmm. I like how they met. With like all their, you know, their prints and stuff. That was really cute. How they match in their clothes. Oh, I didn't even notice that. See, you know, I but is that like? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. That's 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 all I got on staff. Um, it was it was it was really short. I, I felt. Um, 
Yeah, anyways. Marion? Yeah, so I actually have always told you guys that I find this couple to be extremely boring. Um, (laughs) But this week I was actually kind of, like, interested a little bit in, like, what, you know, they were doing. I thought the whole, like, hotel scene was cute. I love that she ordered a $100 bottle of champagne. Um, You know, the fact... Yeah, I don't know if you guys caught that. Yeah, they it were was. room service. It's like, can we get the hundred dollar yeah. bottle of champagne? I thought that was she, cute. Cheaping out. That's, that's yeah. Good. Like, I but guess then she... she she drank it after brushing her teeth. How are you gonna How are you gonna have like toothpaste taste in your mouth while you're sipping a hundred dollar? Anyway, I don't know. But she doesn't use toothpaste, right? Toothpaste, yeah. Oh, that one. Was... <laughs> dry. Yeah, that... dry brushing, dude. Oh. So, yeah, so I, I, I like I like that. I thought that they were like fun. Um, I think the next day when the producers asked them, "Did you guys, you know, were you guys intimate?" They, you know, they were not. And yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. You know, Erica was like, "You know, I want to take things so really slow. I've been celibate." Like, yeah, she keeps re- reminding us that she's celibate, and then celibate. I'll buy a bit. Shoot. I know, right? Um, and it seems to me that you know the feelings are not mutual about like the pace of the relationship. Right. Um, I did like the whole kangaroo park thing. I agree. I thought like that was so cute. I love their outfits. Honestly. Um, Erica's leopard print pants gave me like Carol from, you know, tiger King vibes. I don't know if you guys got that. <laughs> but I was just like, Oh no. This is like giving me like PTSD or something. This is um, going to segue to tiger King now. <laughs> <laughs> So I kind of liked, I liked that whole thing. I thought that was really cute. And then it was like fun and light and very like whimsical, like this feeling. And then all of a sudden she, you know, Erica gets tired. She reaches into her bag and she starts piling the medication packets on top of, I think, on, on I top think of each other. Stephanie is the one that's uh, sick. Yeah. Erica. I'm is, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Stephanie. Obviously. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so Stephanie's with autoimmune uh, disease. And so she's piling all this medication. And you could just see from, you know, Erica's facial expressions, like she was not having that. She was just like, what is this? I'm a free spirit. Like, I don't, like, this is all new to me. But you know what? I'm, I'm on camera and you, you're visiting me from America. So I'm going to just try to see if I could work this out. But I don't see this going anywhere. I think that this is like what you call a fling. I've said it yep. before. Yep. And I think that this is going to get old fast. You know, Erica is going to be done with this in about like two days, two more days. Yeah. She's going to be done with this. And she's going to be like, you know what? Like, this is too much. I'm not cool with it. I can't handle it. I'm not ready for this piece. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't wait to see what they'll do in the next episode. They're going to this like cafe that's like, sort of like a hippie, free-spirited type of cafe where they're going to expose their boobies. So more... Uh, oh, my God. Stephanie fun. didn't look like she was about that at all. Yeah. She didn't look... In the preview, she didn't look like she was having a good time at all. Right. Right. I saw that. Definitely I am curious. For one. Yeah. Um, I... Well, you know, I... Like like Miriam said, I think they're still kind of boring to me, but it's getting. I can see that it's getting more exciting and a little bit more dramatic. But speaking of dramatic, uh, hey, what about Darcy and Tom? Uh, Darcy... I mean, where were they? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start hey, there. Hey, hey, where the I hell thought... were they? 
if you didn't stick around for like the final two minutes, you wouldn't even have caught it. I think at this at this point, um, the show is just using their storyline as bait for us to tune in yep. in the hopes that we will get a glimpse. And that's what we get, a glimpse. And it's right. there's usually no payoff. Um, just like last night's episode, their section is used as the cliffhanger that kind of promises mm-hmm. drama and mm-hmm. doesn't really quite deliver. So, uh, yeah, I wish that they would have just maybe um, condensed all of this. Instead of giving us, like, two minutes here, like, three minutes there every other episode, just, you know, you could have saved it for, like, the finale, and we get a good ten-minute chunk of where this is going. Yeah. Um, instead of just feeding us little things. Like, there was no new information, really. Like, okay, like, Tom comes in and he says, I, you know, I uh, I, I still love her or whatever have you. Um, it was good to kind of see that. But uh, other than that, it didn't do anything to further their storyline other than that he landed and she's going to go like but, but there was no new nothing nothing new i thought what about her outfit her outfit was brand new to her me outfit i have never is seen small. her wear that before she looked good she looked she, great she oh, looked yeah. like glasses her sunglasses too I li- they don't like match her whole look i like yeah. the whole look she had that was she's like trying to bring out that yeah she's bringing out her a game because i think she knows that She's going to have, I think she's played it out in her mind that this is going to be her conversation to control. She's got something on him now that she can Mm -hmm. pull out of her pocket and be like, well, what about that bitch he was talking to? So she she kind of feels like she has the upper hand in this conversation. So yeah, she's going to dress all the, uh, she's going to go all out in her outfit to kind of show him this is what you're missing out on, honey. You know what I mean? And She's yeah. gonna bring out her A game. She's gonna bust out the card. She, I, I, if there was anything I liked about this episode, is that I liked that kind of energy that Darcy was bringing. She wasn't bringing that, oh, pity me or oh, I'm, I'm crying. She was bringing that, that game. Like, oh man, she was, she, she looked confident. She looked like, well, I'm gonna, yeah, you know I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna tell them off. She did cry though. She did cry. Oh, she did? She did. When she was on the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. The, the energy is there. I think she definitely wants to, like, you know, bring her A-game to remind Tom what he's missing, right? And, um, but then, like, someone actually pointed out, well, someone on Pillow Talk actually pointed out, like, why are you bringing all this luggage if you're not, if you're planning to just tell him you know, like break up with him. Like you're clearly like wanting to stay like a night right, or something. Night. Like you know, yeah, yeah like makeup yeah. sex or something. What she said? What she said? I got my own room in a different hotel or something like that, right? Yeah. She's, she said she got a separate room though. So yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, I hope yeah. it delivers the next episode. To, yeah. I'm looking forward to it for sure. But do you, do you guys really believe Tom when he said like, oh, I love Darcy more than she'll ever know or something like that? Shit. Like, do you actually believe, like, right? He's fully. Like, Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, you're just trying to stay relevant. Like, just go, right. go. Do your salsa <laughs> dancing. Go with your random sister back to the UK. <laughs> just go, dude. Like, just stop. It's okay, what, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. In defense of Tom, though. In defense Uh-oh. of Tom. Oh, God. He did... <laughs> He did make a point. Like, come on. If if I were Tom, 
or or even if we turn the tables around, let's say you you're trying to talk to this guy, and all the guy keeps telling you about is his fucking ex. Like, come on, dude, that gets hella tired. And okay. to me, she was not she was not ready to get into a relationship with Tom. So if she keeps bringing up Jesse every two minutes, which she was, maybe not this season, but in the season where we got to meet Tom and where where it showed her and Tom doing things. Like, she would bring up Jesse all the fucking time. So, like, I get it. I, like, why would I tell you I love you when I don't believe you're over your ex? You know? So, when he when he brought that up, I wanted to give him credit for that. Okay, yeah, she talks about Jesse all the time. Like, okay, and at this but- point, though, when he said, oh, somebody was comforting her in the lobby. Like, you guys are, like, pseudo-celebrity now. If, like, a fan is going to give her a hug because... He was like, "Oh, Darcy, if, man, fuck that. If I saw Darcy, I'd do the, I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, oh, right. Darcy, I'm, I'm a fan. You know, fuck Jesse. Can I give you a hug? Like, and mm-hmm. that would have been me that you saw in the lobby. So I think he, he needs to, you know, chill on that. But I, I understand where he's coming from if she's constantly talking about her ex. And it's a well publicized like story too. Like he, he doesn't just deal with it from her. Every time he sits down, if he does watch the show, like this is what he has to deal with. Like, oh." Like we're just talking about Jesse again. So Okay. I, mean, but are... I, I do yeah, wanna I do wanna say one thing, Lon though. Okay, so yeah, I do acknowledge that there's a lot of Jesse being thrown in and out of conversations. However, the reason that that this Tom Darcy relationship even came into fruition is because he was kind of helping her get through this relationship, which was this breakup with Jesse. They were friends, and then he got her through this and then that friendship turned into something romantic and then they want to see where that would go. So if anything, part of the foundation of their relationship is Jesse, this, this Jesse dialogue. Like he is a safe place for her to talk about Jesse. And maybe like that's maybe, maybe she's having a hard time separating, you know, my, my friend Tom from like my romantic mm. Tom okay. relationship. But, mm-hmm. but you have to also acknowledge like that was, a big part of how they even start talking in the first place. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that Tom is just using excuses. I think that he's just a douche, honestly. <laughs> um, and I think like that picture with the girls, I don't know what he's going to say, but the fact that he's been so distant and so, um, so weird with, with Darcy, if you have to question if you're in a relationship with someone, something's not like not right, right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So the fact that he's doing all this like you know stuff with her, I don't like it. Uh, you know, we've all been in those kind of relationships, and it does not feel good. So it felt like it felt like the relationship at home didn't work out, and he had he kept Darcy in the pocket. Yeah. Right. right. And and if she goes, well, what about this bitch? He's gonna be like, oh, uh, friend, friend, whatever, whatever. But the reality is that, yeah, maybe he was trying to get into that, uh, into that relationship. It failed, mm-hmm. and now he's like, all right, let me let me see if I can continue to build. Right. What I have with. Her. Yeah, I think yeah. that's kind of what. That's meant. that's really too bad because Darcy's too cute to be a side chick. Um, speaking. Darcy's of- a winner. Darcy's a winner. Yeah. Tears aside, drama aside. She's got like her own clothing brand. She seems like well off. She's just looking for love. Yeah, I like to rag on her a lot. I think it's fun. Just she's like the Drake of this series, right? <laughs> I I love her, but I love to hate on her too. So like, oh. but she's a winner. And when you look at it, right? Okay, um, yeah, she she is. She can be a little dramatic, but I think she can also invest a lot of energy and a lot of emotion into somebody um, who loves her. And that's yeah. kind of what she's 
before. So like she's she she would probably be a down ass chick, super ride or die, and like I I do root for her while I laugh at her. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's we're all I think we're all Tim Darcy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I just wish she she would find someone local rather than look for those exotic you know boy long distance boyfriend because I think that's like her shtick, right? She right. like and that's part like, of the she's given up on American dudes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, you know, well, you know, you guys mentioned Jesse just now. I'm not sure if anyone read this on uh, Reddit, but Jesse actually came out and admitted that he stocked up on N95 masks, wanting to sell them online. And then once he fi- once he found out that, you know, where he is, right, Amsterdam or Holland or whatever is, you know, that that health care professionals are in need of masks of you know ppes he decided to donate them so uh, that's very controversial if you ask me like i I don't know why you would want to admit that you were hoarding n95 mask like he's deaf i know he's so attention seeking and maybe that's why he posted that and then Mm -hmm. trying to make himself a saint for saying like oh yeah but I, i ended up donating them to like you know healthcare professionals to me that's disgusting and i don't even know if he was trying to stay relevant to me i think he was trying to get ahead of it before the press did he's trying to control the narrative before yeah. someone calls him out before somebody calls him out and says hey this asshole was selling like n95 masks to profit off of the current pandemic he had to get ahead of it and say, hey, guys, by the way, you know, I was, I was selling it. But, you know, I once I heard about this and blah, 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 I decided to to be a, 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 to do this. I'm actually a really good person. I think he got he's just trying to get ahead of it to control the narrative and make him come out on top. Um, yeah, it has. I don't it could have to, it could be, you know, relevance. But I think he's just trying to save his image. There's a, there's been a lot of times where he's been trying to save his image on this show. But he's not important enough, like for people to hear. So <laughs> yeah. that's why yeah. I think he's relevant. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So Jesse there have been other opportunities too. I've forgotten, but I've forgotten. But there's previous seasons <laughs> or previous tell-alls where he'll go out of his way to say something. I can't. The examples don't come to me right now. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, you're just fucking saying that because no one's talking about you right now. Right. Exactly. And like, yeah. hey, I'm still. Hey guys, I'm still here. You right. Know, my exactly. Minutes aren't up yet. Yeah, nah, bro, that's why <laughs> we got we gotta just like move on from Jesse. I don't even want to make him important with True. our podcast. So I think that we should talk about baby girl, you know, K one visa next. <laughs> um. I I would love to talk about her. Uh, um, yeah, I was actually gonna leave that till the end because I have a lot to say about this episode. I mean, this you know this couple. So, um, Usman finally uh debuted his uh i love you music video um in a you know club to a bunch of you know industry industry colleagues and fans um i have to say though props to his fans because they 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 speak the truth <laughs> they you oh, know one of them said that, that yeah the one of them said like oh yeah of course he's with a white woman because you know she's going for you know well he's going with for her money and the other one said, like, oh, yeah, I cannot be pure love, you know. And I, I, I absolutely adored the, the fans that TLC interviewed during their segment. Um, but the one thing that, it's, it, that keeps 
you know, re- recurring is her entitlement, her sense of entitlement. I mean, mm-hmm. holy shit, like this guy booked you both into, you know, to a chalet suite and you're all about complaining about the mattress not being good enough, the bathroom not being good enough. You know, it's like, come on, man, like deal with it. It's Nigeria. It's not Switzerland. Like you're not, you know, you're not, this is not Ritz, Colton or something or Marriott. Like, what do you expect? You're in Nigeria. You're in a rural part of Nigeria. Like, what are you expecting? Like a, a, a hot tub? Like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Like this is yeah, I, I just cannot accept that behavior. It's that's cringy to me. And I, I and she's again, she's not cute. She's like, you know, holding him hostage because he she knows that he wants to come to the US and I, this type of bad behavior is not it, it shouldn't be tolerated. But yeah, I feel bad for him. Over so, to you guys. So for me, this whole scene in the club with like the debuting of the video was probably one of my top three favorite scenes in all of the 90 Day Fiance <laughs> franchise history. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I almost like, you know, saw this part two or three times because I just could not get enough. There's just so much going on. And, and I was almost like a fly in the wall, you know? You have baby girl Lisa here who is just so feeling so insecure, so out of place. And then you have Usman with this towel over his head, which oh was just like random to begin with, right? Like, I was like, what the fuck? Job. Like, I was so confused. Like that, That's that part of the look, like... y'all. That's part of the look. The rap look. <laughs> so, he, so, he, so he walks into his party looking like a freaking thug, you know, with this towel on his head. He's got the sunglasses on. He's got all these people screaming his name, Soja Boy, Soja Boy, right and left. And then who is right there is Lisa. Like on his arm, like pe- like peering out, like the way she was dressed. I mean, has she never been to like a club or like a disco maybe is like a better term for people for her age group. Um, like the Cabaret. way she was dressed, her behavior, the fact that she kept blowing him kisses and then the female yeah. fans, oh my god, I wanted to see her, like her throw down a female fan because she had like threatened him, like oh, like people, people better act straight or it's gonna go down in the club tonight. And I was just like, fuck yeah, this is exactly what I have been <laughs> living for for this moment. Like I want to see baby girl Lisa with his fans. And the most cringiest part for me was at the end when. It's like the video with without the beautiful African American model, and then her face, and then my fiance, and then he makes it like he actually voices that you know what? There's my fiance. She's sitting right there. It was like so cringe right there. It was so yeah. awkward. Yeah. It was like people kept looking at each other, like what the fuck is going on? It was this weird, awkward surrealness, and I was just like, oh my god! Like I just I loved it. That was like my fi- one of my favorite. Why don't you say white, like my white, my beautiful white fiance? Like, come on, like we get it. She sticks out like sore thumb. You don't have to tell people that she's white. There's only one white person there. (laughs) Yeah, maybe the camera crew, but you know, holy shit. (laughs) Soja boy, soja boy, like uh, pointing her out and saying, "There's my (laughs) beautiful woman from the U.S." That was like the most. That's like. 
the the guy in class who is showing off like his toys that nobody asked to see. Mm-hmm, <laughs> we mm-hmm. don't care. We don't give a shit. And he just yeah. pulled that one out of the bag, and he was like, "There she is, my white beautiful woman from the U.S." And like I couldn't turn away. The reactions were so poor. They were just like so <laughs> dead. Everybody was like side eyeing and going, yeah. "What is like, going what's on?" Going on? I know right. exactly. So before you that even happened, the energy in the room was fucking dead. As soon as like the music video came on, everybody was like, one, they were quiet because they're trying to watch the video, and like the reaction to the video was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then yeah, and, and I just I I couldn't turn away, even though I was cringing in my seat so hard. <laughs> again, that's 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 what I live for in these types of shows is that that uncomfortableness that I feel inside and like oh no I like I want to cover my face but like I want to keep and that's what we got with the storyline so like oh my god yeah, that was that was super, the best super, super entertaining yeah like even before then when she wouldn't give when she wouldn't give him his space she was on his arm like a decoration and then when they took that group photo in front of the um the little backdrop and she stuck out like a sore thumb like everything <laughs> about this was like what the fuck for me so like, yeah <laughs> totally and, uh, and- and, and, and you know what else when I cringed when she was describing her experience watching him perform that was so uncomfortable for me yeah. because uh-huh. you know she was like oh my god I finally saw this guy perform my love this and this and damn was it hot and I was oh like god. oh my god <laughs> like please keep that information to yourself please do not share that or she voice was- it out loud it was crazy yeah. I loved it yeah <laughs> But yeah, no, she, she did have a pretty shitty attitude about the chalet. Like the fact that I, I, and I'm assuming that the chalet suite was probably one of the top tier rooms you could get at that joint. If you don't understand the message here, that this is the best they've got. Like you are in probably one of the better rooms of that place. Like this is this is the standard of living. Like you, mm-hmm. what does she not understand about that? So yeah, right. again, there was. Know, that sense of entitlement that I was like, oh, come on, dude. How is this not getting through to you yet? Like, this is a step up from living in the same room and sharing a bed with four guys. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I was, you know, revisiting it again, just puts all the visuals back in my head. And yeah, this was this was probably the most entertaining part of the of last night's episode. <laughs> yeah. So before we move on, um, I just want to ask you guys. If you if you were you know in Usman's shoes, right? Would you sacrifice your career by being with this woman who's clearly controlling your your every step on what you do for your music videos and and all that, or would you suck it up and be with her with the end goal of being in the U.S. to launch a bigger career, supposedly? Or like, what would you do? For me, um, no. Uh, like I get that I get that money is important, um, and maybe for him, it's the it's the fame, the the you know chasing after the fame and the recognition to him that that that's important and that he'll prioritize that at all costs. Um, for me, like finding um, a partner, seventy percent attractiveness doesn't cut it for me. 
right? Like, there's just things. There's just there's just things about this about what I want in my yeah. relationship. Um, and maybe that's because he's young, you know. Um, but yeah, at this point in my life, there are things I want in my relationship. But even even at the, at its most superficial level, dude, seventy percent attraction is not going to cut it for me. So yeah, even at its most superficial, I would not have. I would have not. I've even put up with that. I want to be with somebody I'm attracted with. Um, I want to be with somebody who's supportive and want to build. Maybe if I was younger, I would have been like, you know, and still insecure about myself. I'd have been like, oh yeah, well, you know, she's she's a great catch. Fuck my dreams. I think I want to be with her. But I don't think anyone is worth um, altering the course of um, your dreams, especially when you're this close, to, when you're very, very close. Not this close. You know, I can see me visualizing my fingers together. But he's, I would say, if that was his um, goal, is to blow up, I would say he's pretty, He's actually pretty close. Not knowing where the future is going to lead, he's a celebrity in his own country. Like, dude, it's it's within grasp, right? And, yeah. and then for her at this stage of his career to start dictating things and to start um throwing all these roadblocks nah i don't know if it's i don't think it's worth it there's there are other ways to come to america if he continues to work hard enough and to blow up and becomes an international sensation then yeah the, he'll he'll be coming to america any way to do shows and stuff so like yeah i don't know I, I, to me the, the answer is a no i wouldn't i wouldn't put you know um i wouldn't put my goals aside or my career aside um, really to, to chase after a woman. Miriam? I mean, I, I mean, for me, I don't even know, like, what his goal is. Is his goal to go to America? Is his goal to be, like, a rap star? Is Like, I don't really even understand what his goal is. You know, like, there, there's a facade that he he's trying to be this big guy, but it seems to me, like, the bigger priority for him is to come to America, and that feels like, to me, is, like, that Nigerian hustle, you know? There's no way someone in Nigeria could ever come to America without this whole, you know, 90 day fiance, catfish, whatever thing that's going on is going on. You know what I mean? So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, is she killing his career within the Nigerian community? Perhaps. However, I mean, I know Soldier Boy now sitting in my San Francisco apartment, whereas before I didn't know. So it's almost helping his career in a way. Yes. If you look at it that yes. way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm listening that. to his song, I Love You, and I I have it on my Spotify list. You know what oh. I mean? So so if anything, it, it's helping his career, right? Um, so this is something that I want to see played out. I don't know as far as, like, their relationship. There is a lack of respect, Aside from the superficialness, aside from like cool attract attraction that there may or may not exist between them, there is a lack of respect from Lisa that will, I think, inevitably um, ruin them long term. Right? There's like just like she just feels um, you know entitlement. We've heard that word, and mm-hmm. then she's disrespectful towards his culture, towards him. She treats him like you know her purse boy. Those men do this. Yeah. Those men get me this, yeah. and that yeah. shit gets old fast. Yeah. yeah, and they tried to they tried to they tried to culturalize it in that he's like, um, in in American culture, women are, are are strong and empowered, and and men do as they say. And then he's like, well, in our culture, men have the power, you know, blah blah blah. And I I think I think it's not even about culture at this point. I just think that's the kind of person she is. Like, she's not saying I'm an American woman and we're different. 
no, she's just, she's, this is how she would be if she was dating an American in America. Like she would be a controlling, dare I mean my way or the highway goes, I'm not going to put up with, um, with other women like texting you, even if they're fans of your music. Like, I just think that's who she is as a person, not even, not even taking American culture into consideration. Like that's just who like she is, right? I agree. Yeah, I just wish uh, Soja Boy would have picked a less wretched American to, you know, to catfish or to, you know, latch on in order to get that K one visa. But she, he just had to pick. Did he? Did he pick her? Them or did she pick him? I think he picked her. He was the one who DM her, if I'm not wrong. I think that's how the story started. Is that? Uh-huh. Well, maybe she she liked his music. Maybe on. I mean, they. I think they chatted on Facebook. And then she, no, he was he, the one. He was, DM'd her. Yeah, he approached her. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, hey, like that's why I was thinking. Like, was my could have picked a better American, um, a better, you know, a better tier American. Uh, maybe, um, maybe that was strategy think, on his part. Yeah, I mean, you don't think that Usman sent out like a hundred DMs a day to American women? I mean, that's how this works. This is like a numbers game, and then one of them just takes the hook, and you just need one ticket, right? Right. I mean, and, you and, think and, that, and not, yeah. Here's the thing: as 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 somebody um, who's probably looking just for a ticket to America, um, let's just give him uh, not even the benefit of the doubt. He's a smart guy, right? I'm pretty sure that he probably, if he picked her out, he targeted her for the fact that maybe right. she is single, she is older. Um, maybe desperation comes into play but like he he wasn't you know like younger women with like goals uh, are not trying to are not trying to get with a guy who's who's trying to be a rapper you know so i think if he was coming after her or, or like um if he did pick her she was targeted um just for her demographic i wonder how many more women were her age like single do you see what i mean like how did she fall into the pool of young 18 to 25 year olds? Right? Why, why her? Yeah. Is that, yeah, I don't think that was his pool. His pool was specifically her type, or do I mean older American women, um, possibly um, not from big cities? I don't, it, it just seems like she, um, she took the bait, and, and there was probably yeah, a pool of them that. If he did send out like some kind of mass email or whatever it was hitting on like a lot of people and it was a numbers game. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Do you think Lisa's profile picture and you know other pictures on Facebook um, represents what she looks like today, or do you think that she was putting like catfish pictures out there? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No she probably she probably did a Rebecca Rebecca sorry Rebecca. you know of Rebecca and Ziet like you know where. They, you know, they alter, they, they t- like, they take photos with, like, the the lighting and the filters and stuff. And maybe that's what caught his eyes, right? He thought, oh, this is a decent-looking white American woman. Let me just hit her up. And then, turns out, she's just, like, this monster with, like, a smoker's voice <laughs> with 80s hair. And, like, I don't know the fuck she's wearing in the club, but, ugh, uh, 70% good. Anyway, um... Let's move on to, I don't know, not my favorite guy, but Jeffrey and Varya. So, 
Jeffrey obviously stormed off. Uh, Varya tried to, uh, you know, chase after him. Uh, you know, when he blew up um, at the, you know, during the dinner with her friends. Um, I think that was really inappropriate where he was like, you know, he raised his voice and I get it. He was frustrated that he couldn't understand the language and he was feeling like he's being put on the spot. Um, and then he decided to talk to his friend, Mary, who seems like she's still, she's still thirsty for his relationship. Um, and then he, he went and got Varya to bring his luggage only to reconcile and like they're probably going back to her apartment or something. So it was kind of meh, you know, this whole him and Varya's episode uh, last night. Uh, um, maybe you guys have more things to say about yeah, for, Varya. For me, um, for me it, this was the conversation they should have had. Um, minus um, him blowing up at the dinner table. If he had handled the dinner better and then had this conversation away from her friends, he could have fared better in the eyes of her friends. Right. Um, this was totally the more mature. This was the conversation I was hoping he would have had um, instead of blowing up. If he had pulled her aside in private or, you know, waited for dinner to be over, let's have a let's have a nice cordial dinner I know the questions are going to be hot. I'm in the hot seat right now. She's in the hot seat right now. Let's let's try to get through this dinner as civilized as possible, and then in private address the problems in our relationship. <clears throat> he, he would have fared better. Um, and this, I think, was the this was the conversation I was hoping that they would have had. And uh, unfortunately, it's it's a little too late. Um, the outcome is what I had expected. Yeah. They're on now. They, they clarified, uh, the situation with Varya. He got to, um, you know, apologize and put his best, um, foot forward. But whatever, four or five of her friends were there when you blew up. Um, that just, uh, it, it, it negates, I think, um, the outcome. Because it doesn't matter if you won Varya over now. Now, her friends don't like you now. From here on out, you are that guy. From here on out, that's what they're going to remember. When she comes back to her friends and she's like, yeah, he apologized and we're on the same page now, that doesn't change anything. If if I were at that dinner table and he got up like he was going to fight somebody and like the way he kind of, you know, got in her face... And just super aggressive. Um, and then if she were to come back and say, hey, Lon, like we spoke and we're cool now. I'd be like, nope, I don't like him. I still don't like him. So yeah. he dug in. He really dug himself a hole. And, um, you know, I, I think there's still hope in that he could bring her to America and they might be a successful couple. But in terms of winning over her friends, he's got he's got a lot of work to put in. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it's. Definitely I'm not saying it's irrecoverable. Battle. Yeah, he can recover, but it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take a lot of ass kissing, a lot of please lots come of over. Vodka. <laughs> lots of lots vodka. of right. vodka now he has, he's gonna have to go out of his way to share some special, intimate moments with her friends to kind of say, okay, this is this is the real me, not the anger me that you got. 
But even then, I would still be, I would still question how he is when he is angry because we're not going to be around Varya twenty four seven. What yep. do you, what do your arguments look like? You know, are they the civilized arguments that we saw on the bridge, or are they the terrible monstrosity of an argument that they were when we were at the dinner table? And he did that in front of her friends, like no shame, no, yeah. no um, holding back. And, and and not showing a certain side of him that might not be favorable. He that's what he did in front of people. You know? Yeah, imagine, imagine behind closed doors, right? like, you know, with when all that no allegation, one, he could be no one like to restrain him, right, exactly. Yeah. That's where and we it, all kind of know what, you, you spilled the tea already. Like we yeah. we all know what his past was. So De- Yeah, definitely suspect because if he has that kind of temper that's that's so indicative of someone who's physical uh, or physically abuse abusive you know so i i'm scared for varia now um you know i, I i'm glad that she clarified things with him because i've i've always been a proponent of how like she you know she just gives herself a bad look with the way she she presents herself but then I, after clarifying her stance yesterday, like why, you know, what this other, you know, this other American guy is, like what he's, you know, what he is to her and what Jeffrey is to her. It's like, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get why they, they made up, you know, because she finally made it clear to him. Again, like it's so silly why she has to go down that road too, because I mean, this is someone that you met on an international dating website. Clearly, you're not the only one that she's been talking to because that's what a dating website is. Is that and how many you people has he been talking to? Like he, right. he never exactly. didn't. He wasn't forthcoming with that, and I don't think he'll ever be. I think the big reveal is he's going to have to talk about his past. But she could have she could have flipped that and said, "Well, how many how many women were you talking to before you narrowed it down to me?" Yeah, well, exactly. So I just, Am I the only Russian? You right. know, like. So that's one sided, dude. I don't like that. I, I don't like how like he's 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 throwing tantrums just because it's all about him and how he's being used as like a you know like a ticket out um, you know of you know of Russia. And I'm like, well, like what about you? You're you're specifically on this website looking for a foreign wife. So to bring home, yeah, to bring home exactly. Why is that even a factor? Okay, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like. That's what you wanted anyway. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it, you know, if if there are people listening to this podcast, uh, our friend Miriam has dropped off. Unfortunately, she has uh, things to do. She has a family to take care of. So, um, Lon, any last words about Varya and um, and Jeffrey? I know Jeffrey uh, was caught also being photographed hoarding toilet paper. So he's he's a douche. But yeah. Oh, well, yeah, this day and age, you're like, why are you hoarding toilet paper? Why are you photographing yourself sitting on a bunch of toilet paper? You're definitely rubbing it in our, all our faces because, you know, the common person right now is trying to get hold of, you know, toilet paper. And here you are taking a photo, like sitting on top of toilet paper, like they're like stacks of Benjamins or something. Like, come on, man. Like, that's not cool. Yeah. Um, if anything, I think the main takeaway I got from this, um, from the storyline on this episode was, um, I do believe 
and second chances. I do believe in giving people the opportunity to clarify something that, that you might have misunderstood. Um, and I do believe in forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So if there's anything I, I really got from their relationship this uh, this episode was second chances and forgiveness. That's how that's how we make relationships successful. Um, yeah. I just like second chances, right? Um, when I say chance, I'm talking about big, huge fuck-ups, right? Uh, <laughs> right. Just, right, right. But, you know, on the daily, though, there there are things that we're going to have to configure or configure to, 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 to forgive. I don't even yeah. know where that would be from. To forgive or to let slide. So I'm not even talking about the kind of the, the day in and day out things that we kind of just like uh you know that one's gonna slide when i say second chance i mean like huge 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 fuck-ups and 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 with those things i do have a limit on those i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. put a number on it you just have to be smart enough and love yourself enough to know when to walk away when when those huge huge fuck-ups um start being super detrimental and super toxic to the relationship but i uh you know with this I just think there was a huge misunderstanding that they needed to clarify, and I'm glad that they had the conversation to just kind of straighten that out. Right. And uh, just a reminder, there was any coverage on Yolanda and the Williams, as well as Avery and Ash. I don't think those two, I mean, those two couples were included in this episode. Um, So we're going to skip talking about them. So now it's all about Big Ed and Rosemary. Um, what can I say? I I like the fact that Rose gave him the silent treatment after his douchey behavior during dinner. Um, which I may want to remind people that, that that seemed like, when it's being filmed, it seemed like that was like their first night out, their first dinner out. Mm-hmm. And this guy be talking about taking a STD test and all that, which is not cool, not romantic at all. So I, I like that she gave him a hard time. Like I like that she went, she she asked for to be, you know, she asked for space. She asked to not go back to the room with him, um, and she gave him the silent treatment. And then not only that, she was ninety minutes late to his, you know, to that meeting at the coffee uh, coffee shop, which I thought that was great because. He totally <laughs> deserves that. Um, and, I mean, their story was a little bit short too, right, Lan? I mean, it's, it's yeah. like... Yeah. There, there wasn't not, really a lot... Um, yeah. There wasn't really a lot to it. Um, I think they're they're going to save it. Um, again, I live for the cringy moments, and I, I, I believe they, they caught some really good cringy footage, uh, but they're going to save it for the next episode. Um, this this really did feel like a filler episode in many ways, especially um, with Rose and Ed. Um, again, like he waited and we got to sit with him for a little bit while he waited. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he apologizes and that's about it. Um, again, uh, this brings me back to the whole second chances and forgiveness theme, which I'm which I'm all about. So. You know, I don't think it did much in terms of entertainment, but it does advance the story and that there's still hope for them. There's there's still an item, and uh, they're saving the cringe for uh, for the next episode, uh, which they've already done a sneak peek of. And, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to watch. That's, that's <laughs> tough to watch, man. Tough, I mean, I, I don't know what's worse, her not 
I mean, I guess you know, I I I'm all for like feminism, so I don't care about the the unshaven legs. But the fact that he was all creepy and wanting to kiss her and wanting to like, like, oh man, I just can't watch that. And I think oh. she's having tough time too. Like she's like, what is this creep trying to do to me? Like, oh, it's like it's 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 just gross, yo. Like I I don't I don't know I I don't know if I can stomach like, like next next week's episode just i i just can't like i'm not looking forward to that but but i will watch you with one eye open right i it's a train wreck right so i right. definitely want to know what's going to happen so uh, yeah. yeah i know it'll be uncomfortable i know i'll probably cringe but again i have to like this if i'm being honest with myself this is why i watch like i don't right. watch i don't watch to just oh smile and go oh that's so romantic isn't this romantic like no, it's the reason I watched The Bachelor. Like, it's the reason I watched The Bachelor and all, all the other relationship drama, like, re- pseudo-reality shows I watch. It's because I'm in it for the stuff that makes me, like, go, ooh, what the fuck is that? And that's why we call this 90 Day Fiance, what the fuck? Because, like, yep. it's what it's about for me. Like, WTF. So, yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully they'll give us they'll give us a lot more payoff uh episode yeah all right so we've come to an end here but we always recap it with like our favorite what the fuck moment during the episode so lon why don't you start us with your wtf moment yeah uh uh for for this episode soldier boy and baby love uh that takes the cake um again her shitty attitude the chalet inexcusable for me you should know better especially coming from America, I think by now we should know that uh, we do come from um, from a from a privileged uh, place here. Um, all of us do when we're when we're visiting like other countries, third world countries especially. Um, but the entire club scene for me was just super cringy, super WTF, and uh, I hope to see more of that because that's that's to me the entertaining stuff right there. What about you? Yeah. Uh, my WTF moment is well. I wanted to go with yours too, but then like I I think like I I should pick something different, and mine would be David, you know, showing up at the train station and still wanting to yeah. go to the you know the war zone that is Pavlovat. Um, that's what the fuck to me. Like, dude, get the get get like you know get the hint. She's not real. She is scamming you and you just have to cut your losses but apparently he's still a hopeless romantic and it's becoming like i said it's becoming painful to watch david um yeah especially at his age you would think he would know better so it's weird to see that he's not and that you know common sense is out the window i think that's for a relationship you you just turn a blind eye to it like come on man do you not see what's going on here and then to say i think i'm gonna go i she left an address uh, let's uh let's go I, I gotta i gotta see where this is no don't even do that. that's at least the trick yeah so, I agree that. anyway um Solan, any final words? Uh, if you want to, you know, do you want to comment anything about, I'm not sure if you watch Pillow Talk or if you want to say anything about, 
you know, the next week's episode, anything you're looking forward to. Um, I know I watch Pillow Talk because I, I was so bored with the actual episode. <laughs> I watched Pillow Talk and I know Robert and Annie was, yes. uh, they're like the newest cast there. And I, <laughs> I like how like Annie told him to shut up because <laughs> he does run his mouth off. But then, like, I, I, I don't know if you actually, um, you know, if you've been following um, David and Annie, so uh, David, the, you know, David and Ty Annie, I know a lot right. of people have been giving uh, that Annie uh, a lot of flack lately because she kind of overreacts. And, you know, like yesterday, for, for example, she was twerking on the bed. And I kind of get it. I kind of get why people are annoyed with her because she's kind of like acting all extra. But at the same time, like that's her. You know, I get it. She's also trying to play it up so they're they're still relevant in a way. Um, because you know why not, right? TLC check. Right. I mean, you know. yeah. I watch um I watch Pillow Talk. I didn't get to catch last night's episode, and um I especially watch it uh when I don't get a lot out of the um the main episode um watching pillow talk gives me a little more insight into it and and a second look and go oh yeah actually that was entertaining and you know at at second glance um i haven't watched it yet um you know last night there was there was a lot i had to catch up on two episodes of westworld and there was the walking dead if anybody watches that again like wow you're still going at that we are all team vegan again maybe uh maybe we can get on patreon to talk about that one but yeah yeah yeah. vegan back in a huge way so, yeah. I I I wanted to talk to you guys about Tiger King because I'm like I'm I'm not I'm not done with the series, but I watched the was it the second or third episode where he married the two guys, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is but, that about? Like, I, how do you convince yeah. both of them? Like, what? <laughs> well, I keep watching. It gets better. And for all our listeners who've already seen Tiger King, you know what's up. Um, if you if if you if that's something you want to hear us talk about, let us know. I'm totally down to to talk about some fucking Tiger King too. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's do that with Mariam when when she's back on. Um, all right, Lon. Any any other final words? Any PSA? How do we get in touch with you? What do you have to say? So, uh, yeah, I, I know we're all going into uh, another week of um, um, quarantine and stay-at-home orders for a lot of us. Uh, you know, again, um, Asian hate crime is on the rise, guys. We're, we're all in this yeah, together. Yeah, shameful. Um, aside from being all Americans, you know, we're also um, the human race. If we're going to defeat this, the common enemy, which is um, COVID-19 and coronavirus, you know, we're, we're in this together. Let's not be selfish. Let's not hog resources. Let's help when we can. Uh, obviously, let's, um, let's take care of ourselves and, and, and stay healthy and sanitary and just take all the necessary precautions. And, you know, if you see something that's, um, you know, that's, that's hateful or that's, um, you know, not going to make our country great again, speak up about it. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, um, again, thanks to all our listeners out there. I uh, can't wait for the next episode. It looks like uh, it's it's going to have a lot more payoff. Um, so I'm, I'm all for it. And uh, tune in. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thanks, Lon. I just want to say that, you know, first of all, it is not a Chinese virus. Please stop calling that, um, you know, COVID-19 a Chinese virus. Uh, stop the hate crime. 
um, if you're if you happen to have N95 masks or any if you want to sew mask for our healthcare professionals, please donate them to your local um, hospitals. They they're in need of um, you know personal protective um, equipment, um, you know, in order to treat COVID nineteen patients. So please support um, you know your your local healthcare providers and. Yeah, uh, you know, and otherwise stay the fuck home, y'all. <laughs> That's it from us. <laughs> All right, we've been 90 Day Fiance Podcast. What the fuck podcast? So, till next time, thanks, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye.